0: Welcome to R-rated, B-Rated Conversations. Join us as we talk to the creative people behind the independent movies and get the -the behind-the-scenes stories. This week, I talked to James Balsamo, Nick Laser himself, about Karate Ghost. He has produced over 100 films and worked with Eric Roberts, WWE's The Godfather, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, as well as Drew Marvick, to name a few. We hope you enjoy this conversation. How
1: did you find out about this movie?
0: Uh, I found it on Amazon.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I was, like, just looking at Blu-rays on Amazon, and it popped up, and I, like, I didn't see a trailer. And I was, like, and we usually, when we do our movie episodes, we do, like, reactions. So I it's like better to, like, the less we know, the better. Gotcha. And, uh, like, good. when I saw it, I was, like, yeah, like, Brian will be into this one because, like, he he likes, or, or he's, he, he did, uh, Uh, I believe it was Muay Thai or something like that.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, um, I'll start with one of his questions. He said, um, or he asked, um, where did you get the idea for this movie?
1: So, uh, I don't know if you know anything about me, but I have a film company called Acid Bath Productions.
0: I we saw the kind of the the sizzle reel of all the different movies at the end, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I've I've produced over one hundred and eighteen film products. Wow! And I was signing autographs at a convention called Mad Month, the party in North Carolina, and I met somebody named Joe Borlick, Karate Ghost himself. Okay. And he was talking to me about wanting to be in movies. And so I do something with my company where I produce films for other people if they put in half the budget. And so I said, if you put up half the budget, I'll get some celebrities. And then you tell me what kind of movie you want to do. And I'll around that. And so he said, I do jujitsu. And I thought, wow, that's cool. Uh, What if you're like a Freddy Krueger of the jujitsu world? And that's how it started. Originally, it was titled Black Belt Joe. And that's the character of Black Belt Joe. And so Karate Ghost was born. And so I produced it. and came up with the concept. And then I hired Bobby Canopy Jr., to shoot it and direct it and I you know started it as Nick laser
0: yeah <laughs> he's a very entertaining character yeah but he's he does uh, I mean talking to you now it almost seems like he's like a like an alter ego because like Nick laser is very um, expressive and very out there it's almost like like that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie it's not a kind of character you see a lot anymore where everybody plays so real now <laughs> right. that they're afraid to play big. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that that's my whole thing with my company acid bath productions is I'm all about escapism in cinema. <laughs> and then I, I think, uh, Chris Christopher, Christopher Nolan kind of crushed the wonder in film with making Batman like real, like um,
0: yeah,
1: bad guys, and I, I need like real devices that make sense when I jump off of buildings. It's like, it's a comic book. It's supposed to be fun. It's fun, damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I wanted Nick Laser to be extreme and make fun of Batman and have that gruff voice to the umpteenth degree, and that's kind of how that all. Nick Laser thing came to be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he's he's a really entertaining character. Um, Where did you shoot this?
1: Uh, We went to North Carolina. I live in Los Uh Angeles and so I did the autograph signing in North Carolina at Mad Party and I believe Joe Borlick lives around there so I hopped a plane back to North Carolina and uh, we rented a dojo for a week and we filmed it all there
0: oh wow so that was an actual dojo because we yeah. were we were wondering about that
1: dojo um, that had the essence of you know martial arts in the, in the floors in the walls you could taste the karate <laughs>
0: that <you walked> in. <laughs> that's awesome um, which you mentioned you were at mad monster um, I think I saw in your credits that you were one of uh, the characters in the once in the future or once in future smash.
1: I played two characters in that actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, my buddy Neil Jones is a producer on that. And he got me in that movie and we actually filmed some of that at mad monster party. So funny story about that movie. I was hosting a costume contest dressed as Elvis in one of the bits and and they had asked me if I could uh, make fun of the main character in the movie. But can I do it like at the actual event? And so I didn't announce, hey, we're doing a movie here, uh, just so everybody knows. So I didn't break any kind of fourth wall. Okay. So they had asked me to make fun of the guys that dressed up as the slasher character. I don't know if you've seen that film.
0: Oh yeah. I watched it. Yeah.
1: So they had asked me to make fun of the character. I'm, I'm the mean Elvis. And so after I had done that, somebody came up to me at the show and was like, how dare you, how dare you make fun of somebody?" And I was like, Hey, Hey, take it easy. It was for a movie. And then, uh, Mike, the director, he kind of just was like, he was loving the moment so much. He kind of didn't really come to my aid to be like, it's for a movie. Like, the woman was like berating me. Like, how dare you? You're a monster. Why would you make fun of somebody? And they were like, I did this for my dad. And I was like, I'm glad your dad's dead. Or whatever I said. And they were like, You're so mean. I'm like, It was a performance, it was for a movie. He asked me to do this. Thing I just kind of was trying to get a genuine crowd reaction, and then Mike was like, "Yeah, no, 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 it, it's for a movie." But like, <laughs> only after she continuously braided me. Wow! Like, well, I'm dressed as Elvis, and I had to be like, "No, it's like, it's it's a joke. It's for a movie." So that's my once-future smash story. <laughs>
0: but yeah, because I uh, talked to Sophia Cassiola, and she had mentioned that like like the audience had basically like turned on. Yeah, uh, like everybody, because everybody loved the character, like they just turned on uh, the whole thing. Yeah, it was,
1: <laughs> it was crazy. Like the crap, it was like an Andy Kaufman bit, and I ate it up because <laughs> you know what I mean. I just like, yeah. I really went with it. And so once the audience was like, "Wait, you're being mean," I was like, "Yeah, I'm
0: being super mean."
1: <laughs> 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 That's good. and then I had to be like no no really it's a a joke like okay like it's a bit take it easy lady that's pretty much so confused she was still so upset she didn't want to like be wrong so she was like well you shouldn't be mean in general I don't know what to (laughs) say okay I am like uh huh uh huh okay thanks bye (laughs)
0: The, the the argument of losing arguments, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, but um, a real lady, go away. What are you talking yeah. about?
0: So, like with this movie, there's that, um, like the under, like the shady, like underground death tournament. Yeah. Um, my my co host was wondering, like, was this inspired by like best of the best two?
1: A hundred percent. So Eric Roberts is in like okay. seven of my movies. And I try to work in a best of the best reference wherever I can. All of this movie, all of the jokes, and it, it's. We all love B martial art movies and B horror films. Like everything in this thing is like a hard nod to all of that stuff. Like uh, the arm bar where he like rips the guy's arm off and he's telling oh, him, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. I came up with the the loose story and then some of the kill ideas and then Bobby wrote like the whole genesis of it all. And then on set, uh, Joe Borlick really liked my puns because I I wrote a few kid joke books like Total Punishment available at uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, Puns of Peril. And so I would come up, Joe would be like, oh, what's a good pun about, you know what I mean, ripping somebody's nose off. And I'd be like, that's not what you wanted to see or whatever. <laughs> so that's kind of how we did the movie.
0: But yeah. It, it did feel very like it had like a, like an ad lib sort of feel to it, which I think is kind of the fun of this movie that like the mission statement from the start is that we're not taking ourselves seriously. Like this is, this is horror comedy. Like yeah. you're playing it to the hilt and it was uh, definitely yeah, fun. That way. And,
1: Black belts.
0: <laughs> Which, I mean, the, the one that kind of caught me was, I mean, I watched wrestling back in the day, and you have the, the opening uh, uh, remarks about Black Belt Joe from The Godfather.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Charles Wright is amazing. He's also in a bunch of my movies. Uh, I did a movie called From Dusk Till Bong, and he fights vampires in Papa Shango makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's crazy and, and hacksaw Jim Duggan's in that one also. So I, I, always try to put a pro wrestler in whatever I do. Cause I'm, I'm a big old school wrestling fan.
0: Oh yeah. That's the, that, those were the fun days.
1: Oh yeah. Ho train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, how long did it take to shoot this movie?
1: Five days,
0: five days. Wow.
1: Five days. Yep.
0: That's, yeah. uh, and so impressive. I
1: had, I had done, I had done a different autograph signing somewhere. And so I had like worked the weekend and then I flew like that night. So I had, I had like nonstop. It was like a full, you know, week for me. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like an eight day week for me. So I was like exhausted from doing that convention because, you know, I'd stand it. I'd talk to people all weekend and party and then we went like right to filming. So I hopped a plane and then North Carolina from wherever I was, I was somewhere else on the East Coast. And then a few hours later, we were filming Karate Ghost. I remember oh, wow. filming, like an all-nighter from flying. So I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a fun shoot. I have not slept. <laughs> and I think, I think Nick Laser kind of came out of that exhaustion. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, well, let's crank it to eleven drank some cans of Coke, like a whole 12 pack and was like, let's do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did uh, like have that feel like the Nick laser character is just a, he's a loose cannon that he's yeah. just out there. He's crazy. You don't know what you're going to get, which I think that makes for the, the most fun kind of horror film.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And I hadn't seen the costume or the wig until I showed up to set. And then I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's happening here.
0: Which one of the moments that we kind of like laughed really, really hard about was like uh, the, the, where he basically says I've only been training at this for like a day. (laughs) Yeah. The whole montage scene.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, Bobby had Bobby wrote this whole script and he wrote it fast. You know, this movie came together uh, probably within a month, you know, so I, had, I met Joe, and then I told him I could make this movie. I came up with the concept, hired Bobby to write the script. Bobby wrote it probably within a week, maybe less than that. He wrote the whole script. Maybe, oh, wow. Maybe four days, realistically. And then Joe liked the script, and then we were off to the races. And then pretty much they were like feeding me my dialogue on set, and then I would just turn it into my own so anytime i said anything it was like the parameters of whatever moved the story along and then i put my spice on it i em- i emerald legassied it up i was like Bam! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome but yeah this was uh i mean like it, it was kind of like a like a nice little hidden surprise because i've been trying to find stuff that we can't find everywhere mm-hmm. um just because uh I mean, I feel like everything else has been like covered and covered and covered. So, um, but this was like really fun. Just not going in, not having any idea what we were watching, and it was yeah, it was a really enjoyable movie.
1: Thanks. Yeah, you um, my other films at uh, jamesbalsamo or Walmart, Best Buy, Barnes and Noble. Like the stuff I make is wacky, and you know if you like Nick Laser, that's more along the lines of the stuff that I play over the top. So,
0: okay, yeah, and uh, I noticed like in the little like reel at the end, it's like you had Reggie Bannister, Gigi Bannister. Um, I think I saw one of the Ramones was in there,
1: yeah. That's my uh, new movie, Killer Waves 2. So, okay, uh, the first one had Phil Anselmo from Pantera, and Chris Mulkey from Rambo, and uh, Robert Millay. But yeah, I, uh, I do all sorts of stuff with uh, celebrities. I'm doing a new movie now called Robot Dracula with John Landis and Malcolm McDowell. Oh, wow. And so uh, that's coming out soon.
0: Nice. Malcolm
1: McDowell plays Robot Dracula. Who does? Malcolm McDowell.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting Dracula. Yeah. Because yeah, he's been... I, I always enjoyed him in the Rob Zombie movies where he gets to kind of play over the top and a little, uh, a little out there. Right. But it'd it'd be nice to see him push it a little bit further.
1: Oh yeah. This, this one gets pushed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, the other question, is there going to be a sequel for, uh, um, uh, for this movie?
1: Karate Ghost, yeah, we for were karate talks, goes, about, uh, filming it at Tom Devlin's Monster Museum in Las Vegas, and we
0: actually live here in Vegas, so okay. I, and I've been to um, Tom Devlin's.
1: Cool, yeah, I actually filmed uh, from dusk till Bong there, also. So I I film at Tom's a lot, and uh, I just filmed with Tom and Richard Brake over the weekend for Oh Radio Wow. Minacula.
0: Yeah, Richard Brake—he's another one. I always enjoy his stuff. That, uh, like, I, I, what is it? Him and uh, and Chop Top—they're always like you get a, yeah. a certain distinct performance that you know you're gonna get, and you're gonna enjoy it every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're both red.
0: But uh, um, well, kind of going back a little bit. Um, uh, what got you like into? like, this kind of filmmaking? Because it seems like you do a lot of movies very quickly.
1: Yeah, so I I like to shoot them in five days, and since I have distribution, uh, whatever I make goes straight to Walmart, Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, so I come up with a wacky idea, and then, bam, it's out. So I try to put out five movies every two months. Wow. uh, I learned every trick in the book from Lloyd Kaufman himself when I used to intern at Troma when I was 19. And what's great is that I'm still friends with Lloyd Kaufman. He just retweeted my latest trailer for my movie 14 Ghosts I made with Ozzy Capri. And, uh, that has a whole bunch of cool people in it. Uh, it's got, uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Gunnar Hansen? No, it, uh... Oh, uh, I knew it was. who played Leatherface in the sequel. Oh, okay. And, And, uh... James Lorenz, who's in this, who's the star of Frankenhooker, and and a whole bunch of other people. But yeah, I learned everything on how to make B movies from Lloyd Kaufman. When I first started, uh, I had Debbie Rashawn in my first film and she was wearing like a like a silver robe and nothing underneath it. And she was like, oh, do you? do you want to do a nude scene? And I was like, no, no, please. I'm I'm making a movie here. This is like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I remember my camera guy was like, what's wrong with you? And then Lloyd Kaufman kind of beat me over the head and was like, if you want to sell this movie, you need nudity and you need celebrities. You know what I mean? If, If you want some numbers of some girls that'll do nudity for cheap, I'll hook you up. And I, I, I haven't been the same ever since. So now I always have some kind of breasts and celebrities in my films
0: yeah they they are really fun like i'm though at least with this one i'm def- definitely gonna have to uh dig deeper and find more of these because these were like this was right down our our alley pretty much
1: yeah thanks. yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you some other ones and we will talk about uh from dusk till bong and then uh, robot dracula is going to be really fun too
0: that sounds fun like i I do like Malcolm McDowell i'd like I know that like people are kind of divided on his dr Loomis, uh-huh. but i I feel like like dr. Loomis was a little too understated and he just kind of like brought it out right but yeah so he he's he's a good one um uh, what were the movies that kind of like like influenced you
1: um you know i i like. Uh, schlock, you know what I mean? I like movies like Street Trash and, uh, you know, John Carpenter's The Thing. I like Creatures and Monsters and The Toxic Avenger, of course. Uh, you know, wacky comedies. I love Rodney Dangerfield, so I always try to work in some kind of shtick like that.
0: Nice. Um, and, uh... Was there like I mean it, you did it in five days? Was there like anything you didn't get to do that you wanted to do for this movie that you we might see later on?
1: Oh yeah, I think I think some of the kills will be a little more elaborate. And uh, Joe Borlick kind of came up with the concept of the second one, which I love. the The rough story from what I could remember is that uh, there is a wet T shirt contest. Uh, and a bus full of supermodels uh, their, their bus breaks down And they have to like Stop in this old dojo To kind of like Pull their shit together To kind of uh, <laughs> you know, Re-acclimate the bus To get on their way to their wet t-shirt contest And then of course The dojo they happen to come into Is Karate Ghost's dojo And then the madness ensues
0: That sounds like fun yeah. Um, some of the questions that we normally ask are uh, are hard hitting questions. They're not as bad as they sound. But um, is there? We we have a list of movies that we um, that we that we watch from. Is there? Uh, and we we normally do like independent horror. Um, is there anything that you could recommend for us?
1: Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Independent horror. Uh, anything from Brad Twig. I think he's a great filmmaker. I'm in one of his movies called Milks versus zombies. And if you haven't seen that, that's really fun.
0: Might have to check that out. That sounds pretty funny.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. So I'll I'll Um, tell you a story from filming that movie. So uh, in the film, no spoilers. I, uh, I'm sorry, all spoilers. I'm in a three way, Uh, with these two girls and I get bit on the butt by a zombie and I'm handcuffed while this happens and so we had to do a pickup where I come out of an elevator like Flyboy in Dawn of the Dead and we're at a convention when we filmed this and so I'm in my boxer shorts with zombie makeup on and the elevator goes down to the public and fills with people so I'm in my underwear zombie makeup on and the elevator fills with people and they're like, I want to party with this guy.
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome. Which, I mean, t- speaking of stuff like that, like what is, what would you say the, uh, the most ridiculous thing you've done in a movie or oh, has been done in one of your movies?
1: Uh, you know, that's a, that's a hard one. I, I do some wacky stuff. Um, Oh, I have a good montage of crazy things that have happened. Uh, let's see. The lead singer of Testament, Chuck Billy, hit me in the face with a pie. <laughs> My movie, Bite School. Um, also, the the drummer of Skeleton Witch pretended to pee on me in a bathroom with a Gatorade bottle filled with fake urine. <laughs> um, anyway, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Uh... Man, I can't tell that story. <laughs> Luckily, that story off air. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm gonna write a book. I've done I've done a lot of crazy things, and um, probably some of them are are close to incriminating, if not on my part, on somebody else's. So I think I'm gonna save that for the book.
0: Alright, yeah, I I respect that Um, And uh, I know you've kind of alluded to this already But um, what Do you, uh, what movies do you have Coming up that you can talk about?
1: So currently I have uh, 20 feature films On the burner Wow, Um, A lot of them are in the can already And then some of them are coming out Like I made a movie with the producer of Microwave Massacre, Craig Muckler And that's called Mark and Clark World Adventurers and Eric Roberts is in that, as well as Eliza Roberts, and uh, Joe Estevez. Joe Estevez is in that, and then um, uh, who else is in that? Oh, Bob Cummings is in that, and that's uh, that's coming out next month. I just cut that, and then. Uh, Slice 2, which I made with John Hitt, is a golf slasher film. The first one's out now, and it's got Robbie Krieger from The Doors, the guitar player from The Doors, and we kill him with a door. uh,
0: (laughs) That's good. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the sequel also has the lead singer of Cradle of Filth. Danny Filth is in that. Oh, wow. Uh, Tommy McLaughlin the director of Friday the 13th part 6 he's in that too and then I also did Toomey the Hungry Tumor with Bill Victor Rukin, and that's got Tom Arnold in it and it stars Grant oh, wow. Stoller and it also has Ted Lang from The Love Boat uh, is in that too so
0: nice um, and uh, actually I had a question I slipped my mind um like so,
1: in the hall slipped my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Um, no, I was going to ask um, like, so y- y- you do like these five day shoots. What is the, like the turnaround on this from like the, like the, like concept to um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Like from concept to, uh, you know, finished product ready to go out.
1: 15 days so yeah so it usually takes me like five days to set up pre-production then we shoot it in five days and then i edit it in five days or under and then after a month of me submitting it submitting it to my distributor it's out in walmart best buy Barnes and noble so i always say if anybody wants to make a movie come to me go to jamesbalsamo.com and we could produce a movie together And like I said, I've done enough of them, so I know how to make them fast and cheap. And you put in half the budget, and I put in the other half, and then bam, you made a movie. I mean, look at Karate Ghost, you know what I mean? Joe Borlick did it, and here we are. I'm amazed. Out of all the movies that I've made, you've come across Karate Ghost. So that, to me, is fascinating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been... uh trying to deep dive it's like uh found a few people just from like going down the search six or seven times on tubi to see what lands right uh to to get to the good stuff the where the polish isn't necessarily there but the fun is kind of uh thing
1: i put the fun in funeral so
0: (laughs) um yeah like no this was literally i just i was like we, don't, we haven't done a ton of Blu-rays. Normally we do streaming stuff because that's just easier to find. But nice. and I just was digging through Amazon and it was like, that sounds ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I, I can do that.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed it. it. It was really fun to make. You know what I mean? It was really a labor of love and uh, silly. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to doing the sequel, so.
0: Oh, yeah, um, and just Anything the uh, you
1: would like to see more of in the
0: sequel um I mean, I kind of felt like like i, I love the comedy, but I feel like um I want more death, uh-huh. but I kind of feel that way about a lot of movies because I feel like like I'm really into slashers, so it's it's not really a knock, it's more of just uh like a. I mean, cause I think there was like maybe three or four deaths in the movie. Uh Um, I mean with a movie like this, I I feel like it would have lent well to like a lot of, uh, interesting kills. Yeah. At least my, my opinion.
1: Oh yeah. Karate chopping penises off. Yeah. Like
0: that, that could work. (laughs) Um, uh, but uh, so if anybody is, uh, this, I mean, you mentioned jamesbalsamo.com already, but if anybody's looking to, um, like get a hold of you or anything like that, like where else can they find you?
1: Uh, find me on Twitter at acid product. We're going Instagram. Follow me at James Balsamo or AcidBathProductions, productions. And then find me on Facebook, James Balsamo. I want to be your friend. Let's make a movie together.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for talking to me. Um,
1: Thank you. Thanks for finding Karate Ghost.
0: Oh, A. no problem. A.K.A.
1: jiu Geist. A.K.A. <laughs> Black Belt Joe.
0: Definitely. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on all major podcast networks and YouTube. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.